Hello and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond and I thank you for joining me today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through the Word of God. Remembering Covenants and Commanding the Forward We are beginning to see various streams of ministries in the body of Christ converging into a mighty river in these last days. From the power of remembering covenants, which is a direct command in God's word, to apostolic dreams and visions from the Holy Spirit. The church is getting direction for the next move of God. This may be a shaking to awaken. Kenneth Copeland said on Flashpoint, Concerning our great country, remember your covenant. When you see wild things going on in this nation, remember your covenant. When you see them trying to take your children away, remember your covenant. When people are crossing the border, remember your covenant. When it appears like it's falling apart, remember your covenant. Since our God is in covenant with the United States of America, his covenant cannot fail because he will not quit. No matter who is trying to change it, they will be forgotten, they will disappear, some will even die, but our God lives forever. Amen. In her new book, Carry On, Becoming Faithful Stewards of Our Spiritual Inheritance, Gina Golston calls this commanding the forward. This is a play on words from one of her prophetic dreams about restating our forefathers' declarations and decrees. To repeat or to carry on these foundational decrees will no doubt stir an angelic host to minister the Lord's judgment against the evil that seems to be prevailing today. Dutch Sheets said on June 22, 2023, as we enter a season of commanding the forward, It will be helpful to revisit the important biblical principle of agreeing and partnering with previous generations, declaring statements made in the past by God and those made by others at His inspiration, is to do more than just honor predecessors. We do so to release the power of yesterday's words and promises into today. When God searched history to accent great lives of faith, he chose to list some that did not receive the fulfillment of their God-given promises, looking at Hebrews chapter 11. These people went on to the grave with unrealized promises from God, yet they had truly believed, even making it into the great hall of faith in chapter 11. Clearly, they weren't deficient in their walk of faith, Why then did they die without seeing the promises fulfilled? The last two verses of Hebrews chapter 11 gives us a simple yet incredibly important answer. All these, having gained approval through their faith, did not receive what was promised, because God had provided something better for us, so that apart from us they would not be made complete. Hebrews 11, 39 and 40. Some promises made by God to individuals are multi-generational and not intended to be fully accomplished in their lifetime. The person or persons to whom the promise was made is sometimes only the womb in which the seed is planted. 
the following generations further the growth, bring it to birth, and stewards that which is born. Jesus said in John four thirty seven and 38, For in this the saying is true, One sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you have come into their labor. It's interesting. On June 26th, Dutch says, These incredibly challenging times filled with negative reports of what the enemy is doing can become quite overwhelming. Add to that the urgency many of us feel to oppose these evils, and if not careful, we can become weary in our well-doing. Galatians 6 verse 9. One of Satan's primary strategies is to wear down the saints in order to alter God's timing and decrees. See Daniel 7 verse 25. The Hebrew word used for wear down is only used in Scripture to describe mental and emotional weariness. It is important that we guard against this. Keep in mind that the passage in Daniel is about the Ancient of Days, the supreme judge of earth, ruling in favor of the saints. You can see this in verses 21 and 22. Dutch goes on in another post, We decree over America once again that you formed us, you will resurrect us, and you will preserve us. You are exposing and judging evil in America. You will continue to do so in government, media, education, and elsewhere. You will shake down every antichrist kingdom and eradicate every wicked scheme, and you will prevail. Praise God. Now I'd like for you to agree with me in prayer as an assignment from God. Father, we come before you in the name above every other name, the name of Jesus. And we stand before you calling to remembrance the covenants made for this nation. We invoke those covenants. Now we remember what you said in First Chronicles 16, verses 14 and 15. You said, You are the Lord our God. Your judgments are in all the earth. We are mindful always of your covenant, which was the word you commanded to a thousand generations. Today we remember the 1607 Virginia Beach Covenant. They placed a cross on the beach marking the land for God. They prayed and declared the following, We do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us. And with these generations, take the kingdom of God to all the earth. May this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as the earth remains. And may this land, along with England, be an evangelist to the world. We believe this, Lord. May all who see this cross remember what we have done here, and may those who come here to inhabit join us in this covenant, in this most noble work that the Holy Scriptures may be fulfilled. We remember that covenant. We invoke that covenant today in 2023. We remember today the 1620 Mayflower Covenant, which the pilgrims wrote in the name of God. Amen. We whose names are underwritten, the loyal subject of our dread sovereign, Lord King James, 
by the grace of God of Great Britain, France, and Ireland, King and Defender of the Faith, having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of Christian faith and the honor of our King and country, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia, do by these presents solemnly and mutually in the presence of God in one another covenant and combined ourselves together into a civil body politic. We remember this 1620 covenant. We remember the 1776 covenant our fathers wrote in the Declaration of Independence. The final sentence reads, And for the support of this declaration with the firm reliance of protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. We also remember the 1783 prayer that George Washington prayed over our nation. Our first president prayed, I now make it my earnest prayer that God would have you and the state over which you preside in his holy protection, that he would incline the hearts of citizens to cultivate a spirit of subordination and obedience to government, to entertain a brotherly affection and love for one another and for their fellow citizens of the United States at large, and particularly for their brethren who have served in the field. And finally, that he would most graciously be pleased to dispose us all to do justice, to love mercy, to demean ourselves with that charity, humility, and peaceable temper of mind. These were the characteristics of the divine author of our blessed religion, without a humble imitation of whose example in these things we can never hope to have a happy nation. We also remember what George Washington said when he was inaugurated as our first president in 1789. He said, No people can be bound to acknowledge and adore the invisible hand which conducts the affairs of men more than the people of the United States. Lord, we believe the United States of America stands strong. As long as we remember our covenants, she will not fail or be morally destroyed. We plead the blood of our covenant over this nation to purify it, to cleanse it, to set her back on her foundation and biblical roots. We take authority over corruption and evil acts that attempt to destroy our liberty. We command the forward. We are not moved by what we see. We are only moved by faith in God's word. We decree today that America is still in covenant with Almighty God. And we remember today that Jesus is still Lord over the United States of America. Glory to God, and thank you for the United States of America. Amen. All the quoted material today has been noted with links at the bottom of the article on our webpage, victorybriefings.net slash VB079. I want to thank all my listeners today. I was alerted today that satellite radio Sirius XM is shutting down its Stitcher app as they revamp their podcast business. If you use the Stitcher podcast amp, you will no longer hear Victory Briefings or any other podcast, for that matter, on Stitcher after August 29th, 
2023. Victory Briefings podcast is on many apps, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Blueberry, Podchaser, Podcast Index, TuneIn, Deezer, and more. Get a podcast app on your phone and search by title or name of publisher. You can select a podcast app at victorybriefings.net slash follow. Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you will share this message. God bless you, my friend. Remember, you can share your comments and prayer requests. Click the mailbag button on the website, or you can email me, mailbag at victorybriefings.net. With your permission, I'll read your comments on the mailbag section of the podcast. This program and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net. Mm-hmm.